Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It's Doug, it's James, it's Tyler. It's been Combine Week. It's been pretty glorious. I've watched a handful of it, and this may shock some people. I did not watch the tight ends yet. Cringe. I know I'm a tight end guy. We'll see what happens. Um, But we're here to talk the Combine this week. We've got a little bit of NFL news, but before we roll into that, and I hand it over to the boys, I just want to make sure you check out fantasypoints.com absolute elite options coming up for the 2022 season. And when you sign up, you can use code 22 DHH 10 and get 10% off a fantasy point subscription. 90% of the subscribers. And last time I checked, that's a good percentage made the playoffs in 2020 and 2021. It's the lowest price in the industry. They have an analytic powered draft tool. DFS optimizer rookie profiles are going to be on the website. So make sure you check those out as we head into the official draft season. Um, we've got a lot of really cool things going on with this podcast and being with fantasy points is definitely one of them. Uh, and also make sure you like, and subscribe on YouTube. So drop a like if you're watching this on YouTube and please subscribe. We are going to be broadcasting every Sunday. You can see our glorious faces, Tyler, I'm talking about you. That's right. Yes. Uh, you can see our glorious faces. You can leave comments. We'll see them here in the chat. We'll address them as we podcast if we can. Uh, so make sure to check out YouTube, like, subscribe, good times. All right, James, Tyler, how's your week been? Did you watch a lot of? Co- Did you watch all the combine? Like, what's going on? I watched I mean, about eighty percent of it. Nice, nicely done, sir. I, I didn't yeah. get too much of it today. Uh, defensive backs, not not too many out. IDP leagues. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, I'm, in a, I'm in a few. The defensive line in the NFL is getting like scary athletic. These edge rushers are massive human beings. I mean, you got a 350 pound man running almost as fast as a running back. It's it's scary. And also fantasy points code has gone from that to DHH 22. Oh, just uh, easy, easy D. I know he reads anything from the prompter. (laughs) That's. Go F yourself, uh, Dynasty Happy Hour. <laughs> do, 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 do. But Did yeah, DHH22 is now uh, the code for that. So if you go on and, and go on the fantasy points, go use that code. Goddamn Veronica Corningstown. Deuce, deuce. Yeah, so we do have a little, we do have a little bit. <laughs> we have a little bit of NFL news. Nothing super crazy. We're getting ready for uh, free agency here in 10 or so days. Um, which is going to be wild. There's going to be new landing spots. Um, there's already been rumors of Michael Gallup re-signing with the Dallas Cowboys. They're working on a long-term deal. I'm cool with it. But it looks like Amari Cooper is going to be out the dough for show. And there's been a lot of talk here in New England about Mar- Amari Cooper becoming a New England Patriot, which I would approve of. That would be perfectly fine. Um, you know, Amari Cooper, he, he had an okay season last year. He didn't crack 1,000 yards, which he's usually good for 1,000 yards every season. Um, he was relatively healthy. I still like him as a really good route runner. My question to you guys is, I you know, landing spot, I'm not overly concerned with. I think, still think Amari Cooper has a lot of talent. But we're heading into rookie draft season. And if you were 
going out right now and trying to acquire Amari Cooper, while there's still some question marks, we know he's going to get released. It doesn't look like he's going to be able to restructure and get traded. James, what would you approach an Amari Cooper owner? If you were interested in acquiring Cooper, what would you offer from this year's rookie class from Mr. Cooper? I still think he's worth a late first. I don't, I don't care where really? he goes. Okay. Yeah, his hands are, are sure. And he started to come on pretty strong at the end of the year uh, compared to the beginning of the year. I, I think he'll be all right moving forward no matter where he lands. Tyler, what do you got for Amari Cooper here? Yeah, I'd say around <laughs> one. Well, James and I are in a rookie draft. And if it was, if it was a super flex, I'd probably go around – 110 so yeah, i'm with james cool with that if it's a if it's a single quarterback i think i'd go 107 108 maybe really? a little earlier <laughs> just because from what i'm seeing is once you hit 110 in a super flex it falls like if you don't need a quarterback it drops off big time like there's a huge tear break so in my opinion if i was in need of a receiver and i'm you know in the 110 the 112 range it means i'm competing Cooper is going to be a good piece for you to keep competing. And if, I mean, if you aren't competing, I would say push for the 108, 109. And if you can't, I mean, maybe hold till he lands on a team and all that hype happens and then sell. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. I, for me personally, I would right now um, with the questions surrounding him, I would maybe try to give up a, and coming off of a down year for his standards, I would uh, I would offer an early second and see where it got me. And I would be okay with that, like offering the 201, 202, 203, and then maybe adding a, uh, a player would be perfectly fine. I think if you were going to do a first-round pick straight up, to me, it would have to be a late first. I don't think I'd go as bold as like a 108. It would have to be like 111, 112 for me personally. Um, you know, I think Amari Cooper, he's one of the more frustrating players to own in fantasy. You know, he pops off and has... 150 yards and two touchdowns. And then the next week he has 10 yards and no touchdowns. Um, just a really polarizing player to own. And I think I kind of baked that into his price. So I have, I don't value him as highly as maybe you guys do. Um, but that's a personal thing. Like I, if I'm giving up a first round pick, I'm a consistency guy. I'm not a high ceilings, low floors. I want consistency. So for me, I um, don't value Cooper quite as highly. So other information coming out this week. Aaron Rodgers is all undecided. He had his coffee cleanse or whatever the hell he does. He's um, <laughs> and he, you know, Green Bay has reportedly offered him some quarterback market changing deal. And now there's reports that Rodgers apparently has deals with Tennessee, Denver, and Pittsburgh <clears throat> if he doesn't return to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, very interesting to see where Aaron Rodgers goes. I don't know if maybe he's like pulling a farve and he's just done with green Bay. Uh, there was, we, I was listening to the radio and there was a, a rumor that he wants to get together with his, or get back together with his fiance and she doesn't like green Bay. So maybe that's in factoring in. And for me, it's like Denver, they're all natural weeds legal out there. Like, Hey, maybe he's a Bronco. I don't know. Um, out of those four teams, James, where would your ideal landing spot for Aaron Rodgers be? Well, it's kind of sneaky because he bought he just bought property in Tennessee. Uh so, like last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, end of 2021, he bought property. It's a very in, uh, trendy Tennessee. area for the superstars. <clears throat> so if we're gonna go that route, Devontae Adams just bought a thirteen million dollar home in, in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. So maybe they're both out of there in Green Bay and uh you know, Green Bay may it's a may lot of rethink, and Jones next year. <laughs> may rethink how they, they do things moving forward, but I don't think he stays in Green Bay. I, I think he's yeah. using uh, Green Bay's offer to get more money from other franchises 
uh, as a negotiation piece. So, uh, yeah, I think he's out the door. And we've been saying it since last season that he's probably going to wind up in Denver. Gotcha. What do you think, Tyler? What's your best spot? Well, the issue is, is he's got to go to the Darth Sith and ask him what he wants. Because, you know, with the Force and uh, the evil that goes with what he brings, he's got to... He's got to go higher up for that choice. I'm just sick of it. I I mean, being here in Minnesota, I lived with it with Favre forever, and Favre ended up here in Minnesota. I mean, it's like, is it a Green Bay thing? I want to be honest with you. Green Bay, I get it's historic, but from what I've seen, it, it doesn't look fun. <laughs> like the, it looks it's cold. Not, it's <laughs> it's, it's very cold. It's It's very cold. But I mean, the history and the fandom is nice, but it's I, I struggle with it because I think he would like to stay in Green Bay. I didn't know about the whole fiance thing. I don't know what's going yeah. on there. I mean, the dude's been engaged two times in the past two years. They probably so realize who, that he's an insufferable human being and they're just like, I yeah, can't with you, you douche canoe. Yeah, it, yeah. it's it's bad. Uh, he, wow. You guys hate Aaron. Why do you hate Aaron Rodgers, Doug? I, I just he's think he's a, a great, turd. He's a great football player, but doesn't oh, mean he's a great human. He's like LeBron <laughs> to me, uh, a, a great athlete, one of the best ever, but I don't like him as a human being, and that's okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Everybody has their opinion. Yeah. Uh, there's, Rogers, there's... Rogers is like reverse Russ Wilson. Russell Wilson is like clean. Oh, look look at Russ Wilson. He does no wrong. Don't like Rogers is, that's a whole other thing. Rogers <laughs> is the reverse of that. Rogers Russell is the Wilson pouty. Is the pouty? It's everyone's fault except for mine because I'm perfect and I don't like that attitude. Yeah. it's almost like what we, what Kyler might be in a handful of. Well, but if if I were to guess, now. I would. <laughs> if I were to guess, I think he goes to Pittsburgh or he goes to Denver. Denver. Yeah, I, it would be hard for the Titans to get out of that Tannehill deal unless they move yeah. Tannehill to Green Bay in a tr- in a trade or something. Um, also which a little, make, n- which could happen. Also yeah. a little nugget for you, which not a lot of people are talking about, but I'm plugged into boston sports radio and they still talk about tom brady there's rumblings from people that are connected to tom in the area that they don't think tom brady is retired retired so i would tell you if you want to make a trade and someone thinks brady's actually hanging it up send out a fourth round rookie pick and see what you might get because you never know because there's rumors that brady was absolutely done with bruce arians and he wants he wanted out of Tampa Bay. He didn't necessarily want out of football. Uh, and there's, you know, there's rumblings of Tom Brady to San Francisco, which I called years ago. I thought that was perfect. Um, didn't actually happen, but whatever. Um, or Brady in another spot. So just an interesting kind of news nugget. Um, and if you're like, hey, it's a fourth round rookie pick, maybe I'll, I'll float it out there. And maybe someone wants to give me up Brady because they they think he's retired, retired. Just saying it could happen. It's just a lot of interesting things going on with Tom Brady yeah. right now. So, and also Matt Ryan and the Falcons. I, I got to tell you, there's rumors of so Washington Commanders have gone out and tried to trade for every Made a top big end offer for Russell. Yeah, but what they don't know is Matt Ryan is on that list. They can afford his salary, and the Falcons are open to dealing Matt Ryan. Now, if and that happens, if that happens. Atlanta's taking a quarterback at eight. Like I, I don't see them kind Kenny of just being like, okay. come on down. Uh, it could be Pickett. It could be Malik Willis. In my opinion, I think Willis could end up as a New York Giant. They have multiple first round picks. 
And I don't think they, they declined Daniel Jones, fifth year option. Yeah. Yeah. And you got this coach that had Josh Allen and turned him into a superstar, helped him out, helped him progress as a player. And who are we comparing Malik Willis to stylistic? I mean, it's Josh Allen. He's got a cannon of an arm. He needs to hone it back sometimes for accuracy, you know, to, to get better on accuracy. And Dabble could easily do that. And that could completely change that offense. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think the Giants, we all know they're in complete rebuild. So whoever they get in the draft will be for the future and not necessarily this season. Uh, Daniel Jones will play out the last year of his contract. Uh, like you like you mentioned, they did not give him the extension. They still have no, Kenny Galladay under a big chunk of change. He's not going anywhere. Uh, I've heard movement of Saquon Barkley going somewhere. They're up for it's all for options. Fourth. So every <laughs> everything is on the table for the New York Giants. Um, yeah, it should be an interesting draft. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting with free agency coming up here in uh, yeah. less than two weeks because that's going to really a lot of free agent wide receivers as well. Yeah, yeah. and and of course we're going to have more players that get cut off their team, like you know, like Cooper, and there's going to be other roster cuts too as they come down. Well, you know, players are owed big money, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I thought the quarterback market would be a, a shuffle of a lot of different cards, but it seems like that might not be the case. So. Obviously, something to keep an eye on. I heard rumblings of Trubisky going to the Giants. I've heard Trubisky is kind of a wanted dude. So. Which I don't want. To Randy have. Orton at quarterback. <laughs> he looks just like him. Sorry. Get the, no. All right. So let's get into the combine. So uh, do we want to start with a – do we want to do by position? We haven't really talked about this. Do we want to start with quarterback? Yeah. And just kind of go from there? We'll, okay. All right. Let's do that. So – uh, quarterbacks, you know, I'm going to hand this one off to James first. I know he's got his guy by hand. You mean tiny hand it to James, right? Eight and a half. <laughs> and by the way, so I saw someone whose name will go unnamed that said a college football was smaller than an NFL football. False. That is not true. No, it's not true. A it's college almost wider. Football, it, a college football is fatter in the middle. Yeah. In a NFL football is more oblong. I've thrown yeah. both. It is easier to throw an NFL football than a college yeah. football for me. And college, I have nine. College, I have nine college football. College football they're, is like throwing chubby. a like size four soccer ball. It's it's they're, insane. They're thick around the middle. Like yeah. Yeah. Is... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I agree. All right. So let's get into it. Now, going off of our our mock draft from last week. The first quarterback off the board was Malik Willis, and rightfully so. He seems to be the best quarterback out of this class. We talked about his arm strength. Uh, he does need to work on his accuracy a little bit. A little upsetting that he did not run the 40 because we all know that he can run pretty fast. But I, I don't think he, by do, by not running, it didn't affect him one bit. I think he's still at the top. Um, I know he's Tyler's guy. Look for the cartoon on um, Dynasty Trade Calculator. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's the first guy. But my guy, Desmond Ritter, stock up, which is unfortunate because he was falling. And he, I got him super late in our draft. Where did I get him at, guys? Do you have uh, it up? Hold on. I well, it's oh, a single the 204, it's 204 single quarterback. I don't know. I, I mean, mean do you really pick. think? He, and we're in a, a draft right now. And he's still on the board in at the two oh two. So uh yeah, I Ritter, Ritter ran a Ritter, Ritter, Ritter ran a four five two. Yeah, that's impressive. Yes, and, and he's accurate listening. and he's a team player and he yeah. he's very elusive. 
Yeah, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think I if if Malik Willis doesn't go to Pittsburgh, they're going after Ritter. Yeah, if I was listening to Move the Sticks with uh, Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah today, and they were talking about the quarterback class and how all of them kind of showed different things and things that they needed to, and they were talking about Ritter and uh, Bucky was even talking about how he's even sleeping on him and he shouldn't because. He's a sneaky athlete. He's a four-year starter. He's a four-year winner. He was in the national championship game. He doesn't have the arm. He's super accurate. He's uh he's gonna be a locker room guy. People are gonna want to play for him. And in my opinion, that sounded exactly like what we were talking about with Deshaun Watson back when he was getting drafted. Was he doesn't have the big arm. He's a winner. He he's a a, a three four-year starter. He's He's won big games. Ritter, that's the only issue is the Alabama game that people are going to look at. In my opinion, I thought he played decent in the Alabama game. I thought he's he's getting hit. Uh, I forgot the Williams, the linebacker for Alabama, who's just he, he could be one on one next in next year's draft. That nobody could stop that guy. And Ritter was getting hit time after time by him. And I don't think Ritter was shaken. By it, he was staying in the pocket. He was making throws, but going back to what James was saying, we we are in a super flex draft, and I have Trevor Lawrence and Herbert, and I trade up to one one to take Willis just because you the cheapest you're going to get a quarterback is the draft. So in my opinion, say if Trevor Lawrence doesn't pan out like we all think, I've got Malik Willis on the burner, and I think Malik Willis with, with what we've seen is and should be the one-on-one in Superflex. Yeah, I like that. And we got to keep in mind, too, like we didn't see a couple of the big-name uh, quarterbacks work out at all. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see their pro day results for guys like Sam Howell and Matt Coral. Um, Howell did throw. How- Howell Coral, did throw. He looked pretty yeah. good throwing the ball, yeah. may I add. But Coral, um, no, he's not out there yet. He's still banged up. His knees are messed Yeah, up. yeah. Now, so Coral, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what Coral if he has plus. his pro day. The thing that really helped me in my evaluation of Coral, my worry was he was light. He weighed in at, I think, 212, 215, and that's perfect. That's right where I need him. Uh, so, yeah, that that kind of checked the box for me and moved him, I think, ahead of Kenny Pickett. Okay. What did we um, – I mean, obviously the big news on Twitter was Pickett's small hands, and if you compared him to other quarterbacks that had under nine-inch hands in the NFL – uh, the list of like three guys wasn't good. It was like Charlie Fry and two other guys that haven't done anything in the league. So obviously concerning, he wears the gloves, I think, to help compensate for grip. Um, because having smaller hands, I mean, I have nine inch hands. Um, hey, me too. And throwing an NFL football is, you know, it's a, if you have slippery, if the conditions are slippery and stuff like that, it's going to be a challenge. So really interesting. I thought Pickett looked good in the throwing drills though. So I think that's going to be a little bit of a factor for Pickett. Teddy Bridgewater. But yeah. Uh, see, that's that's such that's a lazy comp in my opinion. They both wear gloves. In my, it, for, me, <laughs> for, for me, like, okay, if we think about it, we all gave Joe Burrow a hard time. He has nine-inch hands. So yep. Kenny Pickett, he's got eight and a half inch. So we're really going to knock somebody for a half an inch. Like That's what she said. <laughs> I, I was waiting for it, but I, I get the hand size is concerning, but Hey, you know, kind of outliers 
No, I mean, I, I think I think yeah. he could be a, a starting quarterback in this league. Alex Obviously, Smith. not off the off the rip. He's going to need some time to to grow and mature in the league. But he's already twenty four. So what what does that say? Like, see, I he think may he's not make pro, it. I think he, he's he could turn into Geno Smith. So I think he's the most pro ready because he's played in a West Coast pro offense. And they were talking about that, how he was able to to call plays like in the interviews. It was a seamless transition for him to kind of go back and call a play and recall the play. So I think he'll be safe. Can he be Mac Jones? Why not? It's not a bad thing. Uh, I don't don't see him getting drafted before the third round, though. I really don't. I wouldn't draft. I wouldn't draft him unless it's the back end of the first round in, in Superflex drafts. Like, I don't think his upside is there, but I think he's safe. He's going to be a three-year starter for sure because he's going to be a first-round There's always that highly drafted quarterback that slips in Superflex, right? We see it every year, and then we all beat our heads against the wall. Mac Jones last year. And Josh Allen, you name him. Josh Allen, Herbert fell. Yeah. What did we think of um, Carson Strong? Not worth it. Uh, Still still my number one avoid player in the draft. Yeah, not worth it. Okay. So, I mean, he didn't do mobility, anything to help himself. That's mobility sure. issues. People talk about the big arm. Uh, what big arm? Like if you if you're known for a big arm, where's all the Twitter hype on it? Like, oh, damn, do you see that throw in the combine? There's nothing like that. I didn't see it in the combine. I don't know if it's nerves or something, but mm-hmm. yeah, with, with his his lack of mobility and me just seeing him getting owned every single down in the pocket. Uh, that that for me, uh, yeah, he's he's my number one avoid player in this draft. I was looking at him pre-combine as maybe a sleeper, like a third round fantasy sleeper uh, in Superflex. Like, I'm not going to throw my chips at him pretty much at all now. He didn't do anything in the combine to persuade me anything different. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably out on strong. Like, like we talked about, there's only like three or four quarterbacks. Willis, Howell, Ritter. Coral. Coral, maybe to be determined. Like he, his. I want to see a health check before I, I push the button on Coral. I mean, because I'm not drafting anybody in the, even especially in a super flex in the top what six picks because that's where you're going to need to take them. Yeah. So you're saying uh, you're not going to build your castle around Coral? I'm not going to bring a, a. Yeah. No. No. Not Coral Castle for me. Worst POI ever. Thanks. Worst POI. Ever. Uh, any other? Any other that's quarterback? Yeah, any other quarterback anecdotes before we move on to the group of running backs? No, I mean, it's like you said, one of these quarterbacks is going to drop, become a value. So even if Strong were to fall to the third round and he gets some draft capital like Davis Mills, he's worth a shot no matter what. It's a quarterback in a super flex. Yeah, you take a quarterback in the early third and super flex, it's worth a gamble if it hits. Yep. So yeah, I, I, I think that. Howell. I think Howell has the best chance to fall a little bit in the draft in your fantasy drafts, and then give you the the best result from a he later. Feels pick. like a Detroit. He feels like a Detroit Lions. He, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> words right out of my mouth, man. He goes to to the Lions and watch out because yeah, really sit under your well Yeah. Like not yeah. only that, like uh, maybe even week eight, they're just like, <laughs> okay, let's throw the like, let's all right, throw the new. Because in practice, it's going to be night and day. You're going to see golf throwing, and then you're going to see Howell with this cannon, and you're just going to be like, maybe we should try this out. Like, mm-hmm. maybe we should just give it a shot. 
You never know. All right, let's move on to running backs. Tyler, I'm going to let you kick off the running back group. Uh, you know, I was surprised by this group. I, you know, off the top, there was like three or four names that I that I knew and I was looking out for. But watching the workouts, I watched most of the running back workouts. Um, there was guys that, look, I don't watch college football really that much. So there was guys that I had never really heard of before, which watching their workouts and I was like, ooh, okay, I see something with this guy. Like my eyes Doug's told like me Ken- that like Kenneth, Kenneth Wa- Walker, Walker, who, yeah. who, who uh, I never I heard of I him. I, 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 <laughs> Kenny Skywalker. He was a slam dunk champion in the eighties. All right. Anyway, so Tyler, <laughs> kick us off on these running backs. I think it's a deep, a surprisingly group of running backs. See, I actually don't. I see a top You're three. You're an idiot. <laughs> I see a top three and a massive, massive, massive tear break. I know people are worried about Spiller, but I'm going to go with a positive at first. And Kenneth Walker is a dude. Uh, he is. I, I know everybody's he's that junkyard kinda, dog running back. Like he's yeah. just, yeah. And, and to me, I like that. I, I like his style. He just seemed like he was going like he was at a game, like in the combine. He was all, all push. All oomph. So for he reminded me, me of like Debo. When you see Debo with the ball in his hands, yeah. he's just nasty. Kenneth Walker seems like he'll be nasty at the next level. Yeah. And, and for me, Ken- Kenneth Kenneth Walker, he is my RB1A. So I know everybody's all stars and rainbows about Brees Hall. I like Brees Hall. He looks he looked pretty he good. He really well. Yeah. yeah. But for me, Kenneth Walker, he just he's got something about him. That seems like he's going to be a difference maker in the NFL. Uh, almost like we had Najee. And that's who I'd probably put like Brees Hall. Like Brees Hall and Najee, everybody's all hyped about him. But uh, Williams uh, from from Denver. Javante. For me, yeah, Javante. For me, that's Kenneth Walker. Like he's just, he's going to go hard. He's, he's going to break tackles. And if he goes in the committee, he's going to end up being the the better part of the committee by year two and one more player i want to i want to talk about quick james cook man of course uh, watching his 40 time and seeing the guy blow the whistle and was like oh that, that's my bad and he's like did you guys laugh when he's like james i like your little i like your little dig in. Plant like how you dig yeah i like it. it's pretty like, cool he's, he's like trying to make up try- that he was, yeah he was being a jerk oh, yeah yes did not and crack that, a smile that, one bit no, he was not happy because he was because James and Delvin have you know they're brothers, Doug. But for <laughs> for me, uh, Jared Cook is their uncle. Yes, that's <laughs> that. It could be true. I would not be shocked. <laughs> um, old AF. Uh, so I I was watching that and man, just how hard he was trying to beat his brother, the competitiveness, his I see that explosiveness, and, and to me, you could put him. Side by side, Delvin's bigger, but James. The beautiful he, thing about James is that he catches the ball away from his body with yeah. his hands. He does not. There was a bunch of running backs in some of the the pass catching drills. Where I was like, body catcher, body catcher, body catcher, and he is like confident hands out in front of his yeah. body, just plucking the ball, no issues whatsoever. You know, we made the comp like like a James White. The hands of James White, I'm perfectly okay with that. I don't know if he has the same footwork that White has, but I think he's more explosive. Um, yeah. I, I got no problem. James Cook, I thought, was great. Yeah, it, and for me, James Cook from 201 to 206, if you want to reach to go get your guy, uh, I'm all about it. And for me, I think Cook's, Cook will actually get the draft capital. He'll be a third-round pick in the NFL. I think so. 
just from testing. And honestly, I think a lot of it's going to do is with family. They're they're going to see his brother, and the NFL is going to be like, okay, he's got a lot of national it. exposure too. I mean, yeah, that's... they're going to be like, hell, if 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 we can get 70 percent of Delvin in the third round, yeah, we're, we're going to take our chance. So yeah. I loved what I saw from James Cook. And yeah, like you said, the the hand catching and everything. And Kenneth Walker, the same. People are like, oh, can he catch? He was catching away from his body. He had a yeah. tough catch on one of one of them, and he made it look easy. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. James, what do you got from the running back group? From the running back group, here it goes. Oh, and uh, as, as far as James Cook, I, I like him comp to like a Naeem Hines kind of player. Uh, anyway. Yeah, really? Yeah, 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 no, I mean, he, he doesn't have the size and the, the Wait, strength what? to be a full workhorse. <laughs> Naheem Hines is like four foot eight. No, he's five foot nine. He's actually in my pocket head. right now. He's yeah. two inches taller than Naeem Hines. Get off. <laughs> All right, get off my porch. Anyway, th- this is the part of the show where I have to apologize. And I am going to be upfront about it. Kyron Williams, who you comp the Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish the I wish there was a way I could mute you. I know you can mute me on this show. I don't. I wish I could mute you. Do you come with a mute button? I don't know. Continued from last my week, where you jump in every to, single time. My wife still trying. My wife still trying to figure that one out too. Yeah, we all are. But I thankfully, make, I make this no is a show here. where we need you to talk a lot. Uh, so, Kyron Williams, my apologies to everyone. All right. I took him way too high. And Tyler and I went back and forth when we were watching his drills on, on the combine. And he reassured me that he was underweight, undersized, and he was fast. Yes. So as much as you and this is and you know what? This is a good tip for everyone. I didn't have too much time to study. Got a new job and I'm watching highlights after highlights after highlights. Guess what? They're highlights. It's Do all yourself stuff, a man. favor. Become part of the nerd herd. Go watch some film on these guys, some real film on these guys and not just their highlights. Uh, another perfect example would be uh, Pacheco from Rutgers. Rutgers. He scored very well in the combine. And today I was like, you know what? I want to go see this guy. I want to see some film and what he did. He couldn't pass block. He couldn't break tackles. He was in the wrong spot when he when he was throwing the ball. So, I, so his route tree sucked. And I guess I get it. It's Rutgers. But he, someone that scored well in the combine in all – Faces he'll be, he'll he, be a Patriot. They love the Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he may be a Raider. Turn him in the fullback. Regardless of where he goes, what I'm yeah. trying to tell you is that. Don't get blinded could, by the He could time. wind up. Yeah, exactly. Don't get blinded by all these combine results, especially whoever's out there listening to us. Shout out. Go check out Dynasty Nerds. Use our code. I don't know. What is it now? DHH. DHH. Thank you. And go see these guys really play in in a, in a real game not just highlights highlights aren't going to cut it if, if you want to be a winner y- you got to put in the work yep. or just listen to us all right i've got some thoughts on running back because this is the group that i watch the most of uh out of the combine i've dvr the rest and i'm going to get a, around to the rest of receivers and tight ends 
But so running backs, uh, I was really, I'm going to give you some names. Make sure you just... click on the right tight end button. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give you some running back names and just some quick hit thoughts as we go through. Uh, Zamir White, I thought, looked really super confident and smooth, and he made it look effortless in the drills. And he ran a nice 40 times, so I liked what I saw out of Zamir White. Um, guys like Ty Davis Price, a little bit upright, coming out of LSU, pretty good school. I, I thought he flashed a little bit. Um, there was, let's see here as I'm scrolling through, obviously we talked about James Cook, uh, Pierre strong is a guy I'm going to go back and watch, you know, he was fast, but again, same reason James watched Pacheco is that like, yeah, he might be fast, but is he booty cheeks? We don't know. Uh, Jerome Ford. I know great producer at Cincinnati. I thought he ran Alabama a little bit transfer. Yeah. He ran a little bit slow, but I thought he looked comfortable in all the other mm-hmm. drills. His hands were solid. I thought he looked nice. Uh, Jerry and Ely, which is a guy that wasn't on my roadmap at all. There was something about watching him run with the football. He had that, like, he looked faster than other players the way that he moved. Like, Oof. it's one of those things, like, on NFL game day, like, he looks like he's faster than he probably really is. And that was something that popped to me. Uh, Rashad White was an interesting one because I know he went high in our mock. Um, and to me, he looked kind of like a not-as-athletic Larry Johnson. Like, very upright, kind of stiff in a way. Um, so, He's on my radar for guys I got to go back and watch. Ty Chandler from North Carolina, I thought had a fabulous combine. Um, you know, obviously following up from Javante Williams and Michael Carter last year, being the starter this year uh, for North Carolina, I liked what I saw from Ty Chandler. And let's see, Sincere McCormick looked okay. Keontae Ingram is a guy that stood out to me. He's tall. He's a big dude. USC. Highly recruited, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, from Texas, he transferred. Yeah, he looked good in drills. Now, he's that bigger, upright guy, kind of like Robinson from Alabama. But there's something about him that stood out, and I was like, huh, I'm going to keep an eye on him. I like the way he looked. Uh, another guy from Florida State, Go Knowles, was Corbin, uh, Deshaun Corbin. Didn't run the 40, but I thought he looked really comfortable, much like Zamir White in a lot of the drills. He uh, showed really, really good hands. He's 5'11", 202. He's a little bit on the smaller side. Um, but he was a top 20 running back prospect nationally. Uh, and he went to Texas A&M originally in 2018, and then he went to Florida State. Uh, so interesting for him uh, as a guy that uh, I got to look into a little bit more. But there was a lot of these running backs that popped for me watching them. And uh, the, they passed my eye test, or there's something about them that I noticed that made them stand out in the way that they um, they went through the drills. And that's kind of what I look for, especially in guys that aren't obvious, like the Halls and the Spillers and all these guys. Um, you know, seeing that, I was like, Oh, okay. And then Ronnie, what was it? Ronnie, what's his face? He he ran really super slow. He looked like Huggy Bear from uh, <laughs> Ronnie Rivers from Fresno State. Uh, it looked to me like a, like a Peyton Barber-esque type of prospect. And that's not a bad thing. Peyton Barber was fantasy relevant a few times in his career. So a guy like him, I was interested in. I thought he looked smooth in the drills. He didn't run that fast. He's a little bit shorter, stockier. Reminded me kind of like a... Philip Lindsay a little bit, but not as athletic, but I mean, Lindsay's a little stocky and he's shorter. So I kind of got some Lindsay vibes with him just with not as much athleticism. So, um, anything else on the running back group, Damian Pierce, I'm, I'm still kind of on, he's a big boy. Okay. He kind of reminds me of Samaje P P Ryan, kind of just how he runs and all that, uh, bigger guy he ran a four five nine so uh that's kind of right where you kind of expect and maybe the team that drafts him uh in the super bowl when they need a first down they'll throw him the ball just like they did Mm. 
They'll God. throw him the ball. And and Tyler Goodson out of Iowa, I watched him a Goodson ton. was the other one. Yeah, I liked Goodson yeah. a lot. I missed him on the list. He, I watched him a lot in Iowa. He he's a very good player, very productive. He ran a four four two. He's also a bigger guy, so I think he could he's kind of one of those dark horse players that and he's the lowest can... graded running back on NFL.com, which is very interesting. Yeah. Whoever did those gradings, I was like, really? Because Goodson, I think, flashed a lot. So, and and also, uh, Isaiah Spiller didn't run. He had an injury. He he did some field drills. Uh, he, he tripped up a bit. I I'm going to kind of give him a pass. Wait till the pro day. He like I said, he's dealing with an injury. Uh, his agent really didn't want him to do anything, but he was like, ah, I got to do something. And. I think really him going there, him going there, and I understand your past and you're going to wait on his pro day, but I think him going there and then not doing a lot of things and then going whatever he did do, didn't do superb. I think that hurts him a little bit. And, you know, we had, I had a Isaiah Spiller as my 2A and Walker as my 2B. And I think Walker solidified oh, his spot as the 2A over Isaiah Spiller now. Yeah, the funny thing is, is, in the NFL terms, people are saying <clears throat> Brees Hall was going to be the third running back taken. It was going to go Walker, Spiller, and then Hall. Like that, That's how mocks were going and everything. It is now going to be Hall, Walker, one of those two are going to go first. And Spiller will probably be probably like 30 picks after. So Yeah, yeah Hall I mean, was one of the was like five prospects that had like a 99 overall. It was him, Barkley, Travis Etienne. I forget who else. There was like five of them. And I was like, okay. I thought Hall, watching Hall, like I wasn't like super duper awesomely impressed. I thought he was a little stiff and upright. But again, the game tape doesn't really say that. So it's it's interesting, um, you know, with the workouts versus game tape. I think Hall is going to be real. Um, before we get into wide receivers, I just want to do make sure we give you a heads up. We have some other sponsors this week. Trophy Smack is one, as always, awesome company to work with. Code DHH Ring. Um, to get that free championship ring when you get a belt. Uh, and also, we've got a new sponsor. We've got Underdog. So you can download the app, use code DHH, get your deposit of $10 to $100 completely matched. That is correct. Deposit $100 Cha-ching. Cha-ching. and get $100. You want to do best balls? You want to mess around with basketball or hockey? Um, all sorts of different things to do on Underdog. One of the big up-and-coming apps uh, in the app store and in the fantasy industry. So we are on board with Underdog, and they're on board with us. Again, code DHH. Deposit anywhere from ten to hundred dollars, and they will match it immediately and put that in your bankroll. And you can do some best balls right away if you'd like. Pretty awesome stuff here at DHH. So let's get into this receiver group. It was a uh, it was a, a fast one, and it was a a pretty deep one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to Tyler to kick off the receiver group here. And what are some things that that um, stuck out to you with these receivers, and maybe things that you saw that you were like. Ugh. So they, I, I saw they were really fast, but man, like I was expecting bigger jumps. Uh, Garrett Wilson, I, I like thought big jumps, would, and I cannot lie. I thought Garrett Wilson would just jump out of the the building, and that that's wasn't a few hundred feet. That's 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 a. I, I mean, he he got thirty six inch vertical, but when you guys got guys like Donovan Peoples Jones, who you didn't really expect that jump in four three or whatever the heck it was, it was. It was up there. It's it's odd. And Kelvin Kevin Austin Jr. out of Notre Dame. What people don't know is he was a very high recruit, thirty nine inch vert. So that's something to keep your eye on. I I really liked him. He was part of a Debbie squad I had for campus to Canton. 
when I when I was in one of them. And I was a big fan. He had some off the field issues. He finally got his schooling figured out so he could be a sleeper. The talent's still there. But yeah, he showed up pretty well. My wide receiver one, Garrett Wilson, ran faster than Chris Olave by a uh, hundredth of a second. Yep. So does, does that count? Yeah, and nobody really expected him to do that. He was going to be a four, four, five guy. But the fact that he can run like that is good. He's got smooth routes. He looked very good on the field drills. I don't care what people are talking about him jumping on the gauntlet. You know what? I don't think he was really jumping from that angle. He was probably stretching out. And yeah, you may want to have a foot on the ground, but you know what? He caught the ball and don't forget Michael Thomas fell right on his face on his gauntlet and look what he did in the NFL. So yeah. I'm not too worried about that. James, what do you got for this receiver group? Uh, I'll can, I'll, I'm just going to keep beating it. Uh, Sky Moore. I took him in the two Oh one in the, in this, in our uh, draft last week. And I think he, I think he's still better than, Olave. I still want to see some film on Pickens, uh, David Bell. I really haven't had a chance to see them too much, but I, I think Sky Moore really stood out, especially in the gauntlet. He was smooth through the route, never left the line, didn't hesitate. He was very, very fast running down the line. And uh, his 40 time, 441, I'm happy with that. I was hoping that he would run around that, that time because his hands are solid. We knew that. And I was hoping that. His, his speed would would match up when he ran the 40. I think he did enough to solidify himself in the NFL draft as a top second rounder, I think. And then for fantasy drafts, if he still goes this late, I know it was a single quarterback league, uh, so he may get pushed down even more. He's one of those guys that I'm definitely, definitely um, have, a, have a target on. And then Drake London, Nathan Drake London. Because he's an explorer of all assets of uh we're gonna have a nickname every we're gonna have a nickname for him Nick every di- week, different nickname every week. Every uh, get ready week. for it. Every episode. Drake London this week, uh Nathan Drake London. I think he did enough to stay where he is. It's not like he did a lot more than anyone else, uh, but he is definitely if in the inside the top three conversation uh no matter who you get garrett wilson Traylon burks drake london i think all three of those guys your safe bets this year all right well i think we Go got ahead, to talk Tyler. about we, we've we've got to talk about some of these guys Traylon burks at a four five five officially mm, people he lost some steam dropped him yeah yeah he, he lost a lot of steam and i think he's now going to become a value in the uh, in rookie drafts he'll people be closer to the end it. of the first uh, do you think in, in a single I, I, quarterback he'll he'll still be a top five? Uh, just really, I think okay. he's I think he'll get the draft capital still. He'll be a first rounder, maybe beginning a second. Okay. I'm I'm not too worried about it. I I know in the on the field drills he looked stiff in a way. He was rounding he was rounding routes, and people had the same issue with uh, Jamar Chase in that aspect. But you know what? If you're super athletic and you are very good at catching the football and playing football, it's going to work out. We all saw that with Jamar Chase. So I'm not extremely worried about it. Uh, George Pickens, a 4-4-7. The guy looks like a baller. Like uh, There's something about him that just he he just looks like a dot. Like he knows he's freaking good and he's going to get that ball. And that's what I like about him. I think he's going to be a steal in rookie drafts. 
Olave, me personally, I'm still saying away. Yeah, I think I think he put on some major camouflage in this uh the combine. Yeah, I I'm not touching it. And Christian Watson, you know, I don't steal my I guy. Posted... Don't steal my guy, dude. All right. Well, I posted on Twitter, I'm just gonna say, is he Chris Conley, Doug? I mean, Conley came out super athletic. Yeah. Maybe I think he's more versatile than Conley was, though. I don't think he's gonna play exclusively on the outside. Okay. I think he can move Chris. I think he can move Christian Watson around. And speaking of him, you know, he originally ran a four two eight forty. It got adjusted. He's a four three six. Still really fast. Thirty eight and a half inch vertical. One thirty six broad. He's six foot four. Two oh eight. And he's got ten and an eighth inch hands. Now everyone is on Traylon Burks. He wears a size X, four extra large glove. Well, his yeah, hands are order. under. Yeah, his hands are under 10 inches. Watson has bigger mitts. He's got like Ian Thomas of wide receiver type mitts here. Um, so I think that Christian Watson landed on a ton of people's radar. I got him in our mock at 209 last week. Be interesting in a single QB if if we see his stock rise, especially if his draft oh, yeah. capital. When you look at um, this, the Raz system, I forget who does it on Twitter. And they said that he was going to score like one of the highest all-time scores. It's based on athleticism and production. Um, and it's going to be up there with some elite Calvin Johnson players, Calvin Johnson. Uh, uh, yeah. I didn't want to say it cause it's like, wow. that's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, but his score is Calvin Johnson esque in that particular model. I don't think he's going to be Calvin Johnson. It'd be great if he was, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but still, I think Christian Watson, um, again, he's one of those guys that he's, he's a smart kid. He's not coming from a big school. He's got the athleticism and the work ethic is one of the big things with him too. And I think NFL yes. teams love that stuff. They can play him on special teams right away if they want to, and he'll be willing to play special teams and grind. Um, so he's a Patriot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so <laughs> it, it'll be really interesting to see where Christian Watson's draft capital and where he lands. Um, other receivers that I wanted to talk about, hold on here as I go back. Uh, so I, I thought I, David I, I Bell, wanna... don't cut me off. I'm rolling. So I want to talk, <laughs> I want to talk about David Bell for a minute. Now people were like, ew, David Bell, like he didn't run fast. I said last week in this mock, I don't think he's going to test well at the combine, but he reminds me of Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen wasn't super fast. He's a technician. He's a smart player. And I said, I wanted David Bell because I think he's got a rock solid floor and he could be the 80 catches, 900 yards or 90 catches, 900 yards that Keenan Allen does with five to six, maybe some touchdown upside, depending where he goes. I don't think there's any problems with David Bell. He's not, he's not super athletic. I know that I said it and I'm not surprised by his 40 time, but people are going to be like, Oh, four, six, like forget about him. And he might slip and be a value. Um, because what I saw on tape is David bell. He's a good player. And that's what I'm going to go with. You were going to say Tyler. I'm going to jump oh, in and, and take was, Tyler's spot because I don't really care anymore. Uh, go, was, Jahan yes. Dotson for me. Uh, I, I think he he's earned a little bit of attention from, for me anyway, I went back and was watching some film on him today. Uh, I think he could be that guy in the late second round that actually hits for you and contributes early on. Uh, sure hands. He was a third year breakout in college from Penn state and his senior year, he just rocked it over 1100 yards and I believe 12 touchdowns. I'm not looking at stats right now. I'm just going off my head. Um, yeah. His physical I, I think comp is Deontay Johnson. Like oh well, Jahan Dotson, Jahan Dotson, Deontay Johnson. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's a surefire guy. I know he had over ninety receptions uh, at Penn State in his senior year, and he definitely showed out. Def, uh, what four four speed? 
Yep, four four yeah, three. Four, four. I'll, I'll use that stat. Uh, I'll look at that stat, and uh, I think he definitely did did himself a, a justice by going to the combine and, and performing the way he did. I may have him neck and neck with Olave, to be honest. I know Tyler doesn't like Olave, but yeah, no. Go ahead, Tyler. You were saying I've got a couple more um, fun stuff to go on after you're done. Oh, I was going to talk about uh, Watson and how he's a small school guy, but the fact that he. The fact that he is a and, and people have actually showed, and people have actually uh, said that he's a hard worker and that they've said that his routes have gotten better from last year and he's shown major improvement to where it's very noticeable. Uh, a guy like Cooper Cup, who just won the Triple Crown, was a small school guy. People saw him get better and ran a four six. Kind of. Yeah, people were kind of sleeping on him. In my opinion, Watson could go either way. He could be a Chris Conley, but you know what? He can also be a, a stud, like with those measurables. And if he keeps learning and keeps wanting to put in the work, that type of recipe could lead to immense success at the next level. And I'm with you on David Bell. There's one person that I'm going to listen to when it comes to receivers that are kind of average athletes but show up on tape zach reed if you guys don't follow him tacit assassin he knows he knows receivers like this and him and i were on the jefferson bandwagon as wide receiver one that class and you know what him really liking david bell i am all about that all right i'm gonna give you some fun uh statistics and tell me what team you think this player might go on uh he's best friends of this team's quarterback he was a former Gatorade player of the year as a quarterback. And then he enrolled at a high profile school and he practiced at safety because of lack of numbers at the position. And now he's a slot receiver and he's probably going to go really late in the draft or undrafted. And I'm willing to spend a late rookie pick on this man after, um, after hearing about the relationship that he has with this particular quarterback. What team do you think I'm talking about? Played quarterback. Played talking defensive, about somebody at Alabama. Played defensive back. Best friend of the team's quarterback in the NFL. Mechie. Um, end, the guy who of, ran the... End of a rookie pick. Like, he probably won't get drafted in the NFL. He, and he's a wide didn't receiver. Didn't he run the slowest 40? Didn't he run the slowest 40? 466. Six. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Is it Slade Bolden? It's Slade Bolden. Future New England Patriot. That's right, baby. That's played Brandon quarterback. Bolden's cousin. Trick plays. Played defensive back. Name, uh, Julian Edelman and Troy Brown played defensive back for the Patriots. Uh, he's the current quarterback's best friend. Like, if they don't bring Slade Bolden to New England, what are we doing? I'm just saying. And his name, his name is a New England type name. I mean, Chris, Chris Slade got... used to play for the Patriots. Brandon yeah. Bolden plays for the Patriots. I well, feel like Nash New England has all the cool deep. names. Like, all the players' names are pretty cool. Like, oh, damn. He like, sounds like a kill Harry. Yeah. Like like Matt yeah, Judon, yeah Judon. I think Slade. Uh, I think Slade did all right in the in the combine. His routes looked all right. Yeah. I mean, you know who else? Uh, who he didn't show out in the forty, but I, I yeah. think in, his route tree looked pretty good. His routes were pretty crisp, and he and he caught all his passes. So I, I don't see a, a problem with you know who kind of popped to me a little bit. Who didn't look? I think he looked better than some of the other receivers. Was Mike Woods out of uh, Oklahoma? Okay. Watching him, uh, he popped a little bit for me, and I was like, all right, I want to keep an eye on him. Again, it's probably going to be another late-round guy, but those are the kind of guys that – those are the diamonds in a rough 
that I'm looking yeah. for. Supposedly, there's a lot of rumors in New England about Kyle Phillips from UCLA. He like ran into Belichick in the hallway. They started shooting the crap or whatever uh, when they were on a West Coast trip. And him and Belichick got along swimmingly. And I was like, interesting. So fun anecdotes about because I hear you know I listen to New to New England radio and they're they're talking about some of these prospects and this story and I'm like okay that's interesting I don't think he's anything special I'd, I'd rather have Slade Bolden but that's just because it would be fun I um, think the one thing that we did learn from this combine is that it ends pretty much after the second round for fantasy purposes and third round is and fourth round are definite dart throws I'm gonna take more, a lot of those more, running backs that I more like. so than 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 absolutes. Uh, yeah. I, I think if you don't have picks inside the mid second range, you're going to be trade up into that spot, if trade up into that spot. Yeah. And if you want one of these guys that we're talking about, because get your guy when, when everything settles down, you're you're not if you don't have a pick out, outside of mid second, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. And, and Wandale uh, Robinson ran really nice four four four. He's that Swiss Army guy. I took I took last week. He's quick. Um, you know, I took him. Where did I take him? We didn't update it. I took him at the two hundred three. I think. No. Um, I uh, got it here somewhere. I updated yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a two hundred three. Uh, so yeah, so I liked what I saw from him. The speed was good. You know, the utility Swiss Army knife. That's the way the NFL is trending. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets picked in the second round because that's when we see teams kind of like, hey, this is trendy. This is what we're going to do, and they use a second round pick on a receiver. Uh, so that wouldn't surprise me at all uh, to see that. So anything else for this wide receiver group before we wrap up with a very quick analysis of the tight end group yeah i didn't i didn't watch any of the tight ends so i'm just gonna stay out of it and give you guys the floor Uh, i said at the beginning i didn't watch them either i have to go back which is a total like weird thing for me to do because i'm such a tight end guy so james wow god you're a tight end expert this week all right there's uh like two that i really like okay trey mcbride he did well yeah of course, we all expected that. Um, and sleeper from UCLA, Greg Dolchik. Dulcic? Dulcic. Dulcic. Sure. Sorry. I had to go back and look at his film from UCLA because I was shocked. And y- you heard um, Tom Pelissero just be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I really like this guy. Now, I'm not trusting Tom Pelissero um, on a lot. But um, I really liked the fact that he reminded me almost like a Kittle size, stature, speed, wingspan caught everything going to him on the outside. Great turnaround routes. Uh, you know, how they go the quick outside back on the inside up the, up the middle. You see Mark Andrews doing that a lot. Um, jump balls in the end zone. Perfect. The guy had two 100 plus yard games during his senior year at UCLA. I, I think he is someone that is going to fly under the radar be a fourth or fifth round NFL draft pick and turn it up in his second or third year. Definitely a guy that I am taking at the back end of all my rookie drafts, stashing him on my taxi slot and and seeing what happens and don't care if he, if he doesn't turn out into anything, but I'm telling you, he looks like he has the potential to be something at the next level. So yeah, yeah, definitely a guy that I'm, I'm, I, I found watching the combine. Right. And I, I think we got to remember that, uh, you know, Jeremy Ruckert didn't run or anything like that. He just did the bench press. Um, so that's he's a big name out of Ohio State. Uh, shout out to Sal. Um, Sal. And so one dude. of the guys that popped for me, too, who, you know, just from a speed perspective, he's a he's the shortest tight end in the group. He's six, two and a half, which always gives me Irv Smith vibes, which is perfectly fine. Like Irv Smith's not. A, um, but Chig 
Onkwanko from Maryland. Now, if you remember a particular athletic Maryland tight end. He was the speedy guy, right? Yes. So uh, there's a particular Maryland. I think he went to Maryland. He was in the league for a very long time, and he was a high draft pick. That was Vernon Davis, right? Um, So with Chig, it's interesting. He's a raw prospect, but the athleticism, 4-5-2 at, you know, 6-2 and almost 240 pounds. Definitely that move tight end. He's a he's a raw prospect. If I'm in a tight end premium league, it's a guy I'm probably going to take a flyer on towards the end of the draft if I can, because you just never know. I mean, guys like him, he could be, you know, a more athletic version of Irv Smith. He could be Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker was a short tight end, um, but muscular, relatively athletic. Took him a while to hit, right? You know, he went from um, being the backup on San Francisco and then being a star for a handful of years for Tennessee. So, yeah, it's just a guy that, you know, he definitely popped watching his workouts. And I was like, interesting. But reading up on him, he's got some work to do as a blocker. And he's a little bit more of a project. But a guy like if you're going to have him on your taxi for a couple of years, that's perfectly fine. I think he put his name on the map. Um, And, you know, with tight ends, to me, it's all about athleticism. That's what leads you to, um, you know, the the players that are super important. That's what put Dawson Knox on my radar. And I compared him to George Kittle because I, I saw him and I was like, he gives me Kittle vibes. And his workout metrics were really, really good. Um, so, yeah, so it, he's just an interesting name that I thought here. Um, there was one I, I was reading about that was a really appointment. Was it Cole Turner? Cole Turner was a disappointment in the combine. Yeah, very. Yeah, he didn't jump for squat. No, he didn't jump for squat. He, he ran a 4.76. He looked sluggish like his feet were in cement during the drills i didn't like it yeah uh, and as as much as i liked him going in pre-combine I, I thought he could have been one of those hidden gems but he was heavily targeted in nevada yeah i don't think he re- he translates after after Same. these measurables to the nfl unfortunately yeah, i agree with that yeah it's a, i think it's a potentially solid tight end group here with some guys at the top. And then there's um, some interesting names as we go throughout. I think it's a solid group. I don't think it's uh, a bad group whatsoever. Just not anyone that's like super duper. No first round picks. No, no, no first, no, no, no Kyle Pitts. Uh, no Evan Ingram's, you know, there's no, first I don't even think there's here. a, there's, I don't even think there's a cold commit in this class. No, I don't, I don't think, think pet, I don't think any of these go in the second round to be yeah, honest. Frymuth, I don't think there's a fryer move either. Yeah. yeah I, think no. I mean, right I traded, that. I traded one twelve in a tight end premium league today to get Frymuth, and I was ecstatic about it. I'm like, yeah, I need a tight a end. Pick. I was mad. all day. I was jealous. I would have, I would have given you cold commit for the, for my second. I thought about, I thought about, I thought about, I would have given it back to you. Commit sneaky. All right. That's going to wrap us up this week, guys. Any other things that you thought about where we we're podcasting on either the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, or tight ends before we get on out of here? No, I think, I think we, we covered a, a lot. We covered right. a lot really, really fast. Um, yeah, that we'll go, we'll go into more de- in depth on the, the quarterbacks separately in the coming weeks. We're going to go over free agency soon. We'll, yes. we'll figure out next week. Free agency, man. But we'll, yeah, we'll go over free agency and then, We'll we'll really dive back into the rookies right before the NFL draft, and we'll have a pre-NFL draft mock. Uh, I know I know everybody loves mocks. I love listening to mocks. I, I listen to them every. I Monday like to on. mock mocks. I like mock mocks. I like to mock mock. I like to mock mock mocks. Mike mock mock mock. So so yeah, we'll we'll have a pre-NFL draft one, then we'll really dig deep into NFL draft. But lots of content coming soon, and yeah, we'll maybe sliding the guests here and there. Yeah, and uh, check out my Twitter page. Uh, I know we mentioned Best Ball. We mentioned Underdog. 
Tyler told me about the the first year and second year uh, rookies and sophomores. You could do best ball rookie and sophomores. I'm going to best ball the crap out of rookies and sophomores soon. So keep an eye on Twitter. Hit us up if you want to be part of the draft. Like you said, you get your 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 money matched. That's the way it goes. Like up to $100. Come play with us. Have some fun. Yes, and, th- and shout out to Damon in the chat. Uh, he said we're also pretty, so I appreciate that. Uh, before we wrap up, though, I did want to give one final shout out to our sponsors today. We've got fantasypoints.com. So make sure you check out that if you're looking to get in on the early bird special uh, for the 2022 season. We've got Trophy Smack. If you haven't gotten your trophy yet because you're a slacker, or maybe you haven't shipped it yet. It's coming that in the would, mail. <laughs> that would be coming me. in the mail. My, mine shipped today, actually. I haven't shipped mine yet. It took yet. a while. It took a while. <laughs> trophy Smack is so busy. It's on my to-do list to ship the belt to Tyler to give it to Al. Sorry. Um, I've apologized to Al. He's cool. I said I was going to shine it up real nice. I was going to turn it sideways and then send it to him. Uh, so <laughs> shout out to Trophy Smack. Code DHH ring to get that $60 ring when you get a belt or a trophy. And then last but not least, our new sponsor, Underdog. Use, use code DHH. They'll match anywhere from 10 to $100 based on any budget. So you put in 10, you get 20, you get 100, you get 200, and you can start to do stuff with it right away. Uh, just check the states that you're in um, to make sure that it, it applies to you before you go in and sign up. So again, once you sign up, it'll ask you right for that code. It is code DHH. So we thank them, Underdog, and we thank you for listening to us. If you go on to Apple iTunes, you know, hit us up, give us a rating and review. It bumps us up when people look for fantasy football or dynasty, um, unless they're looking for like a dynasty podcast about the old TV show from the eighties. There's probably one of those. Cause there's a podcast for everything. Um, Cocoon but, podcast. Yes. I'm a, I'm a big Jessica Tandy fan. Ooh. <laughs> Batteries not included as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. I can keep going through the Jessica Tandy catalog, but I'm not going to do it because oh. I want to get out of here. Yeah. And I, I want to go game with you guys for a bit. So thank you again for joining us. This has been the Dynasty Happy Hour. And we'll see you next week. 